It's a cold new year, Upper East Siders. Time to donate that fall wardrobe to the help and to present the world with a better version of you, which could mean facing your future and forgetting past mistakes, or finally settling on a brand new path. But a new year doesn't wipe away old problems. Hey, hi, hello. Hey. Welcome back. We are a Gossip Girl podcast, three Gossip Girls. I'm Liz. And I'm Michelle and just nodding over here. Yes, She's we are. She's just nodding. Uh, we watched episode 12 of season four. We have 10 episodes left, by the way. That's disgusting. Crazy. <laughs> I know. Wow. Yeah, the kids are not all right. How could they be? Yeah, I mean, after last week or the mid-season finale and then coming back, we knew no one was all right. Really? Lily's not all right. The parents are all right. All not all right. No No one's all right. No one is doing well. The original air date was January 24th, 2011. So over a month since last week's episode. Written by KJ Steinberg. Directed by Alan Croker. Two unfamiliar names. Summary for this week's episode. A former associate of Chuck's father returns to Manhattan with some unfinished business. Serena and Chuck join forces against Lily. Blair realizes that her mother may be her key to becoming a future CEO. Nate worries that his father is having a little too much fun and not taking parole seriously. That was a pretty good summary. It touched upon everyone, I feel. Yeah, we touched upon pretty much what was the gist of the episode. Yeah. All right, so my glass full of gossip tonight was titled... Are you free for coffee? Mm. Just for simply the last line of the episode or one of the last two lines. But Ben is free. He sure is. He's out of jail. We will get to it. But this changes the whole trajectory of the show or the season, I should say. So this is kind of the turning point. This is it. Yeah. This sets us up for what the second half is going to be. I yeah. was bitching to Liz while we were watching the episode that. It ends just like last week's episode where <laughs> Serena pretty much ends things with Padge kind of on this hook and we're just right on to Ben. Right on to it. Again. Again. But now I guess really to go forward. And now he's out of prison. Yeah. So anything could happen here. So how long has he been in prison for? He's been serving. So he had a five-year sentence. I think he served three. Two or three. Wait, three. It's definitely three. Next week, they say three. So he's 29. 29. <laughs> 29. And Serena and she's is maybe just 20. She hasn't had a birthday on the show yet. So she's What's maybe 19 that? or 20. Why haven't we done that? We don't care about Serena's birthday. We Apparently only care not. about Blair. Blair's birthday, Jenny's birthday. That's pretty much it. <laughs> We've only had, uh, it's mostly, you know, a, a Blair fiasco. Right. Birthday, no, no, so. no. I know that. Okay. So it's so they're about ten, almost years. ten years of heart. We'll push the number. Yeah. You okay. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so um, we just had some simple coffee from Starbucks. Well, you got us a latte. I got us a latte because I was treating us. Treat Thank yourself. You. Yeah. Um. So yeah. Hopefully, you guys have have a beverage with us and cheers i would love to know if you what you guys do when you listen to the podcast i would like, also like you to, know are you cooking are you cleaning are you driving are you working from home 
Are you working in the office? Are you working in the office? Working out. What are you doing? Let us know. I would really, I'm just, I'm very curious. Yeah. Okay. Let's refresh the memory on my three gossip words for this episode. We have internship, blackmail, sale. Now, you did pretty damn well last week. Well, oh, for last week's episode or for this? Making your predictions for this episode. Yes and no. Because I kind of knew the blackmail, I kind of knew the sale, but the internship I thought had to do with Chuck at Bass Industries. Right. But it has to do with Dan and Blair. Yeah. Finding out what, you know, what potentially their internship for the, the semester could be. Right. So, and this will continue. So it's fun. Um, we get to see like a little bit of what the kids want to do in their career paths. You know, we haven't really touched upon that. We haven't seen them go to school in a while. Is Padge still in school? We don't even know. I mean, he's referencing Vanessa's at the dorms. Right. She goes to school. So what are you doing? I don't know. Uh, we had Serena. We had Blair and the whole Columbia situation. So we have seen school, just not Padge. So the fact that you're getting an internship. Right. I'm like, bro, have you even written anything? Right. Since Milo has been in the picture. Right. We haven't seen him go to school even before Milo. So it's been since the beginning of the season. We started out the season with Dan thinking he had a son, right? Oh my God, that's right. so long ago at this point. Yeah. But since season three, we haven't seen him go to NYU. So it's a little far-fetched. Well, well. Maybe he's taking online courses. There you go. And we don't see everything he does. We don't. We don't. He could be in class. Right. Plus, it was, I guess, winter break, so they haven't gone back to school just yet. I'm super confused over this winter break. Winter break is normally for college, like a month. Six weeks. Yeah, something like that. Two weeks. Two weeks. Unless break hasn't finished yet. Oh, and Serena was only gone for two weeks? Maybe. We'll see. An internship start earlier, maybe? Maybe. Yeah. We're definitely in... End of January, I think, at this point. I mean, as we're the episode premieres at the end of January, and I'm pretty sure next week's episode they talk about it being February. So, oh wow, yeah. So school has already started. Okay, New Year, same problems though, pretty much. (laughs) Yeah, I love how Gossip Girl says that. She's like New Year, same problems. Like it's as we said, it's only two weeks later from where we left off, even though for the audience it's been a while. Serena arrives home after what she calls her unsuccessful trip to see Judge Stevens. So he wasn't around to meet with her. She couldn't get any information since the case involved a minor. So she even tried to go down to the courts, get the documents, but she left empty-handed. She and Blair reconnect, and it seems as though Blair has decided on an possible internship with Indra Nui, who is Forbes' sixth most powerful woman. In the world, apparently. You go, girl. Yeah. Um, But she just needs to convince Indra that she should be her intern because she's only just decided this and she has about three days to figure it out. (laughs) Blair. So typical Blair. Yeah. And has her minions working. Yeah. And she, but she's usually pretty prepared. Like she usually has her shit together a while in advance. Like this is Blair's whole dream is to be this like big, powerful woman in the world. So you'd think she would have already been on top of this, but she just decided it was Indra. Right. And maybe it's also she thinks this is what she wants, but it's right. not really what she, 
she doesn't really, she really know, know what to do. Yeah. She doesn't really know where to go from here, what her path is. So her and Serena talk about Sag. <laughs> Michelle smirking. <laughs> What's happening with the two? And it's very apparent that Blair and Padge, a.k.a. Pear, had something happen at this moment. But we don't know what it is. You're assuming they must have hooked up, right? Wow. Did you think this? That's or is I'm, it just me? That's what I'm hoping. <laughs> well, but I, I think it's hoping. that they just went to a movie together and right. hung out, as they said last week, and they don't want anyone to know they're actually right. friends. Right. They went to see Nanette at Film Forum. Right. And... It seems as though they both don't want anyone to know that they saw this together, even though I'm sure they didn't even sit together, but Or they did and just Or they did and it's they don't want anyone to know. It's really funny. So living for this. I know you are. Like I was squealing like a schoolgirl. She was. She had the butterflies inside, guys. The tingles. Yeah. (laughs) Um, so Serena, she says she's gonna find out what's happening between her and Padge at family brunch. She's gonna feel it out. Family, family brunch. brunch. Family brunch. So she heads out. Her and Dan meet outside of this restaurant, and it's a bit awkward. They haven't seen each other in two weeks. Where they left it was she wanted him to come on the road trip, but then they decided maybe it's not the best situation. Dan should stay here. She'll go do it on her own. And they kissed. And they kissed. We can't and forget we that. We can't forget that. And now it's been two weeks. They clearly haven't spoken to each other. Right? They haven't had any contact. And now it's a bit awkward. And they even have a moment where Dan questions Serena's focus for these past few weeks. And he admits that he had gotten an internship and has an interview later on. And she says, well, Dan, you knew my focus was fixing things with Ben. And I didn't know I had an ultimatum. Because he's he's a little perturbed about her, like her not focusing on him, even though they weren't together. They weren't traveling together, and but neither of them picked up the phone to see how the other was doing either. Right. And it's clear that having a relationship with him is not her top priority. And he's clearly upset about that, in my opinion, at least. But. Yeah, no, for sure. And I think he just can't admit to it. No. Everyone so else can see it. He's upset. She doesn't really understand, like, oh, I thought we were cool. But they head into the restaurant for this family brunch, even though Lily and Rufus are there. But Serena's upset and surprised that they're there. Or just Lily, at least. I was so confused by this because Eric stops Serena and he's like, oh, my God, I tried to tell you. So in my mind, family brunch, I thought Rufus and Lily were going to be there. Right. I but, guess we were like, maybe it was just siblings? Maybe just sibling brunch, which is, would just be literally Dan, Serena, and Eric. Why would the three of them go out for brunch? Right. Unless it was Rufus and the kids, but then why would Rufus leave Lily? It doesn't make any sense. So I was like, why is she so surprised that Lily is there? But she's ticked off that Lily is there. They, of course, have words back and forth at the table. She gets up and leaves, and then Dan follows her, and then Eric follows after that. And so just Lily and Rufus are left at the table where Rufus gets up to go pay the check and we have a scene where you see Lily is in cahoots with Judge Stevens. Whatever this may be, she told the judge, yeah, you can come, you can go back to your house. You were in the city as I apparently had this whole plan going on where Serena couldn't find you. This is sneaky. (laughs) It's so fucking sneaky. Whoa. Can't trust her. Nope. (laughs) Yeah, so after the disastrous brunch, Dan doesn't understand why Serena 
wouldn't allow Lily to get Juliet arrested because she's the one she drugged her and Serena's trying to move past it. She's like, can't you see my mom is the problem and I'm not going to put anyone else in jail. And he says, well, okay, well maybe do you want to talk about it or not talk? Ew. Yeah. And she's like excited to get lucky. (laughs) And she's like, she sure is. Okay. And at that moment, Chuck arrives in the limo for a mission for Serena and himself. So Serena tells Dan, oh, what's another few hours? We've waited this long. Two weeks you've waited to not speak to each other. And, and then so you just want to have sex. It's pretty much all I'm getting God, here. That's yeah. oh. <laughs> and so they plan to meet at 2 p.m. at the Waldorf's because Dan's interview is at 2.30. First off, this is a very small Window. window. So you're telling me you're all going to talk. That makes me sick to think that you would leave for two, at 2 to get to a 2.30 interview. You should be there at 2. Right. You know? it's It makes me nervous. And then the other thing, which I don't need to be petty on in Harbon, but like, how did Chuck know Serena was I know. There? Where did he... He pulls up and honks. Maybe he was going to go to family brunch too. But that's even more... Oh, ooh, sorry. <laughs> that's me talking with my hands. That's even more weird that Padge, Chuck, Eric, and, and Serena would go to family brunch. I know. Speaking of Chuck, though, yeah, he has arrived home from New Zealand, also empty handed as Serena was. And it seems as though one of Bart's old business partners, Russell Thorpe, is in town. So Chuck decides he wants to schedule a meeting with him to see if he would be willing to help save Bass Industries, you know, since they're old friends. Sure, of course. So he goes to Russell's office. He meets with a woman who he assumes to be Russell's assistant. And he pretty much is like belittling her and and saying, oh, go fetch me this. Go get me a coffee. I need to speak with Russell right away. And she's feisty. And she refuses to, you know, allow Chuck to speak to her like this. She obviously deals with powerful businessmen all the time because she knows exactly what to say. So Chuck attempts to still get this meeting with Russell and what she says Like, I'd like to help you, but he hasn't even arrived yet. And, um, you know, tells him that this plan of selling Bass Industries is very real. And it's set to launch in 24 hours. So now Chuck is shitting in his shoes. (laughs) Yeah, she just drops that little nugget. She's like, see you later at my boss's party. Right. Her boss's boss's party. party. So she does lead him to believe she is his assistant. Mm -hmm. Which I liked. Good good for you. Yeah, don't let him know what you're about. Absolutely not. Yeah, so as we said, Chuck then decides he's going to have this plan with Serena where the two of them are going to blackmail Lily. And he finds out she has a safety deposit box at some bank and they need to leave right away to go see what's in it. And so Serena should dress up like Lily. <laughs> Which she does. And it's funny because we see the picture of her passport and Chuck is like, oh, it's a, it's a, a spinning, spinning image. image. <laughs> like, well, yeah, you can tell it's your daughter, but no. No. And she, she walks in with sunglasses. The girl at the desk apparently is new. Let's them both in. They go through all Lily's shit in this lockbox, and they end up finding the original or a copy of the affidavit that has Serena's or, you know, a fake Serena signature in which they believe a handwriting specialist could obviously prove that it's not Serena's signature. So they decide they're going to wait until later to blow up Lily's spot. 
However, Chuck then goes to the Vanderwoodsons to see Lily and he just flat out asks her why she's selling. And so she has to admit to him Bass Industries is going down and it's been going down for a long time, even before you went missing and then you went missing. And I was trying to pick up the pieces, but this is where we're at now. And it's a good time to sell because we can control the sale. Right. And so the person who's going to buy it is not going to fire anyone, going to keep the name. It's going to keep it all intact. All the employees will be satisfied. And she promises, I'm doing the right thing by you. Please give me 24 hours to prove it to you. And maybe Serena will see the truth, too. So cryptic. So Right? So Lily, though. <laughs> so Lily. She doesn't tell anyone what she's doing. Like, if you maybe just hold someone what you're doing and include someone in, this would solve so many issues. All she has to do is just be honest. And, uh, I mean, I made a point during while we were watching to the scene we'll get to later, but like they are still children though. And for Lily, I feel like to unfold everything that's been going on, like it's not that it's going to be over their heads, but I feel like they're not mature enough to really grasp like you what with, she's trying to do. With Chuck? I think more Serena. Yeah. Because but I think Chuck understands because he is a businessman. He's been growing up. He grew up in this world. Yeah. Well, Serena didn't, but Serena's had everything handed to her pretty much. So right. um, I just feel like Chuck might get it and he does eventually get it and he's trying to stop Serena later on, but Serena is Serena and we will get to that. Uh, while all that's happening though, we go back to the Waldorfs where Blair's frustrated because her and the minions cannot get her an interview with Indra or a meeting. And so Eleanor arrives home and all the minions are running to like hide things. I'm like, why? So it's this board that they're putting together of Indra with and like details of was this the details of the plan or or at or um like attributes about her? Yes. And I think what Blair strives to be and how Blair would utilize having this internship. I didn't really read the board, but they're hiding it from Eleanor, which leads me to believe that they it's something secretive that they wouldn't want her to see. But like, why would she care this one? And she's saying, oh, well, I'm getting my stuff for my internship prepared. Why wouldn't you want to know? Why Why would you hide from your mom who Unless it would be? Unless she feels insecure and Maybe. her mom will judge her for it. It's very possible. Yeah. Um. But Eleanor mentions to Blair, why don't you intern for Waldorf Designs and you can, you know, shadow me and this will be great. You love fashion. And Blair's like, I love fashion, but like, I don't need to be an intern, an intern, especially for my mother's company. Right. So she declines this. However, later on, she sees that Indra is on her mother's itinerary. So she decides to take Eleanor up on her offer in uh, hopes of you know, meeting Indra and solidifying an internship with her and I guess leaving her mother in the dust after that. So Eleanor gives Blair some internship, intern tasks, and she's like, "You, there's no way you can meet Indra. She's like laughing like, oh, you want to meet Indra? No, she's a new client, big to do. I can't have you messing this up for us. So Blair then instructs her minions, go tell uh, Indra's people that her meeting her you know fitting's going to be a little bit earlier so that Blair can go and meet her so as she's going over her plans Padge arrives to see Serena Michelle's so excited I love it and then Blair even thinks oh maybe he's there for her 
Yeah. It was really There was like that little bit of excitement. She's like, I told you. It was one time at Film Forum. That was it. And he's like, oh, no, I'm here to see Serena. And it's really funny because... Dan's like, I'm going to go wait upstairs for her. And Blair's like, okay, well, I'll bet you that Serena makes you miss your interview. He's like, oh, I bet you that whole scheme with Indra, that's not going to work out for you. The fact that both of these people, individuals, know each other so well. And can call each other out on their shit. These two good. should get together. It's so good. You know what I was thinking about? Yeah. Imagine. Because mm-hmm. I've been here four seasons. I'm like... Cheers, getting married. Cheers, getting married. And I would love if that didn't happen. And you all can laugh in my and face. And then Pear gets married. And then Pear gets married. And I wouldn't that be the tea? I doubt. I like really, really, because I feel like I would have seen some things of, you know, Padge and Blair. Uh huh. Uh huh. Also, if we did refer to him as Dan and Blair, would their shit name be Dare? Dare. That's so lame. I know it's so lame. Pear's, Pear's so much better. So much better. <laughs> it's so fresh. Yeah, it is, and just yeah. beautiful. But I, know. I love these two a lot, and I keep getting excited. I need to not get giddy because I'm in my head creating. I know you're getting very scenarios. excited. I'm getting a little flustered. <laughs> yeah, I know. I can't help it. I know it's fun. It's it's fun to imagine it this is. scenario. It so, is. Um, as we said, he goes upstairs and. Serena is still MIA from her mission with Chuck. Which we knew. Which we knew was going to happen. And he knew it was going to happen. Yeah. So he calls the internship and, you know, whoever, the assistant, and says, can I reschedule my appointment? And they're like, well, no, today's the last day that they're going to pick an intern. So we can't interview you after this. And he's like, of course it is. And I should have known. And I wouldn't have done this if I would have known. And I'm like, if it got down to it being like two o'clock, I would be shitting in my pants and I would have rushed out, like texted Serena, like, I gotta go. I can't wait for you any longer. They were supposed to meet at two? At two at her, at the Waldorf's to go and catch a cab to go to his interview, wherever right. that is. So, exactly. Why would you even wait any, just... I know. I wish I knew what time it was when he got to Serena's. Right. And like, I also. How long was he actually waiting there? <laughs> Michelle's Joe Madicure just peeled her It's just one of those days. Uh, but I also wish I knew how close. Yeah. Where this interview was. Yeah. Yeah. But, it, but you could have still tried to get there. You could have still and, tried to get there. But you just kept waiting and waiting around for Serena. You could have waited until, you know, even 2.20. And still you could have left because this is more important. Is it not? Beer flavored nipples. Must. It must be it. So he realizes he fucked up because that's Dan and, um, you know, that it is what it is. So Serena ends up arriving home and Blair says, oh, Dan left a long time ago. And then Blair gives Serena a little speech on how she should be better to Dan. He seems to think the world of you and the sun shines out of your ass and you think that too. So why are you kind of, you know, taking this for granted? And Serena's confused. She's like, I thought you hated Dan. And she's like, I do. I do. But she still recognizes that he does everything for Serena. 
Yeah. The convo then gets interrupted, though, by a phone call from Chuck, who explains to Serena, hold off on your blackmail plans because Lily told me I have 24 hours for her to prove herself and please don't, you know, wait that long. And so Serena obliges until further notice. They part ways. Blair decides to go see Indra at a hotel, I guess a hotel she's staying at, ignoring Eleanor's wishes. And Blair begs the concierge at the hotel to let her into Indra's room without her permission, just swipe her in. And when she does get in, there is a post-it note from her mom, like, I know what, you, what you're up to. Good move, Eleanor. It's good, yeah. Serena heads to Brooklyn at, to apologize to Dan. Oh, did you miss your interview? I didn't. This that did not sit well with me. me. <laughs> and the like you said when like, we were watching. Oh, did you miss your interview? You can get another one. Oh, no, you can't. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. I'm and sorry. Like, I didn't mean to be like. It's like Serena. You never mean to do yeah, anything. And he says, "No, it's my fault. I knew this was going to happen." I'm like, "Yes, you're a grown man. Admit, yes, that you yes, shouldn't yes, have waited yes. for her. Yes, I'm happy." So he's like, "Okay, I'm gonna go and try." my last plea to meet with this agent at writing house. Apparently James Franco's book is being read there and he wants to woo the agent. This is his last shot. I need to go. And Serena's like, I'll go with you. She invites herself to go with him, but then gets a phone call from Eric, which leads her to then sabotage Dan's interview again. She just has to do something real quick, real quick beforehand, just real, real quick. While all that's happening, we get the scene of Lily and Rufus. They're trying to leave for Russell Thorpe's party, and they're wondering why Eric's not getting dressed. Eric's obviously still upset. He doesn't want to go. Lufus leaves. Then the Vanderwoodsons get a phone call from the concierge at the palace stating that John Stevens, Judge John Stevens, left his cufflinks there, and apparently it's he's been staying on Lily's bill. And Eric is pissed. I just love that Eric was the one to find this out. Because it gives Eric a role into this storyline. No, it gives him something to do. Yeah, this was good. And also Eric's face is just like, what? (laughs) He's like, oh, you gotta be kidding me. Yeah. So this is when he calls Serena and tells her, you know, mom knows where Judge Stevens is. So Serena says, we need to make a pit stop before we go to meet the agent at Writing House. (sighs) So we're at the party, Russell's party. Everyone is there. They're up to no good. Not one person is there for like a good reason. And Chuck sees the girl from earlier. Her name is Raina. She yep. introduces herself. And Russell says, this is my daughter. And Chuck's like, ah, okay. And it's the vice president. And she's the vice president. She's my second hand. When I get old and retired, the company is pretty much going to be hers. And Chuck is surprised by this, but also like into her, which, you know, of course, of course you are. She's a powerful woman. The amount of sexual undertones and innuendos and passes he made. In every single conversation he has in his entire life. (laughs) Yes. But especially in this episode, it was just gross. And I guess it's that power flirting. Yeah. But with him, it's just gross disgusting but even so he has to do it to his own stepsister yes it's disgusting he you're right we didn't even talk about all of those like disgusting remarks he was making He's like um is it weird that it turns me on that i have to call you mommy or something it's right disgusting right just be normal <laughs> why do you have to go that so extra gross. step yeah so he presents 
the idea to Russell that, oh, you must be, I'm so happy you're the one buying Bass Industries. And Russell's confused and he denies this and explains he hates the company ever since Bart pushed him out and kicked him out of the, out of New York pretty much. And he continues that if he knew it was for sale, he would have bought it cheap and dismantled it for parts. Whoa. Ouch. <laughs> yeah. Because currently yeah. Thorpe lives in Chicago. He lives in Chicago. And he comes once or twice a year to New York to make sure to let everyone know he's still, he's alive, still alive and doing the thing. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Right. But now he plans on staying in New York. Sure does. Mm-hmm. And now Chuck is un- doesn't understand why Lily led him to believe that Russell was the one who was going to buy his company. Then Lily gets ambushed even further because Eric arrives, shows her the hand, uh, handcuffs, the cufflinks. Oh my God, this was such a good scene. Yeah. And Lily begs Eric and Dan, please, whatever Serena has up her sleeve, do not let it happen. It's for her own good. We can't ruin this sale of Bass Industries or anything else. So Serena meets up with Chuck at the party, tells him Lily paid off the judge, um, you know, years ago for the affidavit and then now to disappear so I couldn't find him. And so Chuck suggests giving the affidavit, the copy of it, to a journalist at the party to blow up this whole story and to tell Lily that they're serious. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Yeah. But before Serena can, Padgy Boy comes through and says, let's just go. I need I need to meet like she doesn't even care that he's got this potential interview again. This is his last chance. And I'm like, Dan, just go. Just go, Dan. I, yeah, I mean, I don't even think I would have given her the option because he's like, just leave with me right now. Yeah, he's like, just leave your mom's stuff behind you. Just leave with me. But the thing is that that innocent man is in jail. She is fighting for him. I understand Serena's mission here and for her to stay behind. I agreed with that and I agree that he just needs to go. He just needs to go. He needs to make a, a choice for himself that he needed to go. Yeah, and it also just showed that she's never going to choose you. No. And he says, you know, we're not all Serena Vanderwood since we all don't get 100 chances. Yeah. Yeah. Which is true. I mean, Serena, she usually gets, after a couple of times trying, what she wants. So he is obviously upset by that, and he's upset that she won't come with him. He's upset that she's making him miss the interview yet again. And so he leaves, as he should. Um, but ends up the affidavit that Serena gave to this journalist is Dan's resume. So they switched documents because Dan had his resume there waiting to give it to the potential agent and Serena had the affidavit. So they switched. <laughs> Do you think this was by accident? You know, I did. The first two times I watched it, I thought it was by accident. And then I watched it again with you tonight and I was like, well, either way, and then even later, Dan was like, I, I guess I shouldn't I shouldn't have this document. I, it didn't seem malicious to me. Right. Like he did it on purpose. Right. Yeah. But they do have a scene where Rufus says, oh, that's my boy. You Taking know? credit for Taking, what he thinks yeah, he exactly. did. Exactly. So um, Lily gets so mad at Serena that she would even consider blackmailing her own mother. And she's like, do you want mommy to go to jail? <laughs> like Moira Rose. <laughs> Mummy. <laughs> and that's what I mean. Like that's, you know, she's still a 19 year old who's going to play with fire and get her mother arrested. And Serena's like, well, I wasn't going to press charges. And Lily's like, it wouldn't have been your choice. 
But also, Lily, if you just sat down with Serena right. and be like, this is my plan, I'm sorry for what happened, this is what's in motion, trust me, you don't even have the conversation, which is the main problem. Right. And so after Lily kind of explains that to Serena, that she has this whole situation under control, like, just leave it. It's still like, ugh, if you would have just told her from the beginning. There's just a lot of communication issues. Yes. Lily. Yes, always. So... Chuck then approaches Lily and makes her explain herself yet again. And Lily admits that the buyer that she had in place is now backing out because they saw or they got word of this. What did she say? Squaddle? Squander? Squabble? Squabble. Squabble. Family squabble. Family squabble. And squabble. This whole scene, Liz is like, why are they talking like this? And why is he? He's not even looking at her. He's facing the complete opposite direction. They have to talk facing the other way it, it was make such sense. a weird way it was filmed too because it was very close up and it was just very close up back yeah. and forth like they were sitting next to each other but not facing each it's other like, why couldn't we just face each other it would have been easier but i guess for more dramatic effect we I guess do this whatever yeah so as lily's telling chuck that the buyer backed out russell makes his speech at his party that now he's going to be staying in new york and he's going to buy or try and buy bass industries because yeah why not he can i just became free and there there are some enemies that i'll have that are inevitable and he put on a show oh he put on a show he's like like owning the room step like a tap Mm -hmm. dance Mm -hmm. yeah and lily and chuck are like oh shit we do have a very quick scene at the party where eleanor reprimands blair for taking indra's dress and trying to set up a plan behind her back and Eleanor ends up firing her and saying, well, I don't want anyone who acts like you to want to be like me or work for my company, which is like out valid. That's it. Out valid. Out valid. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. It's <laughs> like, perfectly summed up like that. Yeah. You know, Blair, it's a typical Blair, but Eleanor is like, you are my daughter. I under- I, I know this to be true. So Blair ends up seeing Dan at the party. Pear. Pear again. And he notices she's so upset by something. And she's like, I can't believe you're still here. Yeah, he's waiting for his coat. They apparently lost it. She's trying to get her coat back from coat check. And Blair admits to him that I did something. I screwed up with my mom. She's upset with me. And he says, well, I don't understand why you don't want to be like your mom. You love fashion. And he calls her a dictator of taste. Nice, friendly combo. Yeah. Sweet. Yeah. So he gives her some some good advice like you should be like your mom you love those things too you just need to find your own voice with that so after the party blair does apologize to her mom and eleanor takes full responsibility for blair's behavior she's like i am an egocentric mother who would of course have a daughter like you who wouldn't want to act or become anything like me but blair does praise her mother and she admits that she does have a passion for fashion, <laughs> and she's a dictator of taste, if you will. Because a friend and Eleanor told her that. loves this. Where did you hear this from? Oh, a friend. A friend. Her friend, Dan. So the mother-daughter duo decide that Blair should pursue a, a editor's position for a fashion magazine. So Blair Waldorf. Yeah. It's a perfect career choice it's for a her. Nice little wheel turn here. Yeah, definitely. What does she drop? Magazines. Right? Yes. Like, here you go. Look through them. We'll start tomorrow. Yeah, let's see. I guess, you, you know, you're, you're a dictator of taste. So what what do you like? What do you don't like? And I think this is going to be fun. 
fun for Blair yeah. and Eleanor for her to help her in yeah. a way. Dan, he arrives at the Waldorfs to see Serena. He admits he's only mad at himself, which he should be, because he drops everything to be with her. And then she apologizes for taking him for granted, which is a trait, as we know, is Serena Vanderwoodson's MO. Yeah. We know she does this, and she admits it time and time again. She also admits that she sometimes likes to test him. Yes, to see if he will leave, but he never does. And Dan says, I never will. But I just don't think that this is the right timing for us and we should be together when we know what's going to be like for the long haul none of this bullshit back and forth i mean thank goodness at this point i don't think i could take any more of this back and forth i mean this has been like 12 episodes of will they won't they yeah so that's exhausting i'm sure they're exhausted and therefore they decide all right let's just not do he'll always be there for her he will always be there for her if she needs him but very sweet Goodbye. Kiss on the cheek. Okay. Yes. (laughs) I wanted to talk about this. Always. When couples end and break up, friends who maybe has someone feelings for I don't even think you would hug. They exit. It's always exit with a kiss on the cheek. Mm -hmm. Why (laughs) is that? I have never broken up with someone, ended a fight with a a male friend or a female friend too, and I never just kiss on the cheek. Or even just a hug. Like, you hear me? Got it. No. It doesn't work. (laughs) But the kiss on the cheek? Mm. You know what the problem with the kiss on the cheek is? It's, it's that last <laughs> invitation to invite you to kiss on for the lips. one last time of fun time. Right? It's true. Like, okay, we're if you move up. your face, <laughs> we could go there. We could. They and I thought maybe it would. Me too. You know, just a last kiss, last hurrah. But luckily, it's just a kiss on the cheek. He heads downstairs to see Blair reading her magazines. And decides he just needs to be cheered up. So he's going to go see a movie. And Blair says, oh, well, I love that movie too. But I wouldn't want to bother you with my presence. It might just make it worse. And he says, oh, it's so funny that even you being there wouldn't be a problem. And they have to sit two seats away from each other. But they're going to go together. Sick you. (laughs) I love this so much. More than I should. Me too. More than I should. I should not love this this much. I know. I know. It's a real bummer room. But <laughs> I will say, if they continue a friendship, what would be fun to watch is if they were secret friends. That and would if be they fun. like hung out and they became like really, really like besties. Yeah. And like Chuck, have to hide it. Chuck and Serena would be like, what are you guys doing? Like, yeah. I don't get it. Yeah. Mm. I'm into it. We do have to throw the Archies in there. Well, oh. it's, it's very quick. quick. It's very quick. Yeah. Mm. So as we summed up last week, Howie is staying at the Empire with Nate, and then now Chuck has arrived back home, and Nate's concerned his dad's not doing anything. He's pretty much a college bro. He is, and he's not seeking any career path, and Nate's starting to get really upset by this, and he feels his dad always always doing his partying, and so he asks his dad, like, what are you doing? You need to get a job, and he says, oh, my PO got me a job interview, and so Nate is thrilled, but later on at the party, Nate is mad because he finds out his dad didn't go to the interview, even though Howie says he did. He arrived. He couldn't go in because he didn't want to have a janitor's position, and he has a high school career and a college career, and he felt like that was beneath him. So Nate's like, it's, you know, Dad, <laughs> it's a job and you need to do it. Otherwise, you're going to go back to jail. 
So then, as Nate calls him later on, we see that Howie says he's in an interview for a job, and we pan out to see that he's with Russell Thorpe. And Russell says, I want you to get me some of your financial connections in the city. And now we realize that Howie's he's working for the enemy. That's really it with that. <laughs> and also, we just we see Howie hitting on women. Excessively hitting on women. He's been in jail for two years, and he is thirsty. He will run after you. It's disgusting. In the park. I don't she's like trying, that. With her headphones, she's like, dude, get away from me. You're like, no. Yeah, flirting with the cocktail waitress. It, it's not a good look. And I, and we were very reminiscent of Jimmy and Marissa. Jimmy and Marissa. I'll do better, son. <laughs> I'm doing my best. It was so Jimmy and Marissa. Yeah. It was ridiculous. Yeah. All right. Our last few scenes... Serena goes to see Ben in prison, but he was released earlier than expected. Apparently, good old Judge Stevens helped Ben get out of prison, proving that Lily was trying to make things right with Ben for the past couple of days, even though Serena, of course, wasn't hearing her because she wasn't telling anyone. Exactly. At the Vanderwoodsons, Rufus and Lily talk about Russell Thorpe and how... He and Lily slept together because he was on Lily's list that she made a few years ago. Throwback. Throwback to like season two or one. Two. two must be two. Two? Maybe. Th- I think it? it was two. You guys let us know. I think it was two. Um. So will this be bad for Lufus? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. It doesn't it didn't appear that way. But, like, why would we make a point of saying it if it wasn't going to be something, you Or know? maybe just to add in, like, wow, this guy has been... He wasn't just... Introduced, like, in like this episode. friend. Yeah. He also has history with Lily. Right, right, yeah. At a bar, Rena goes to see Chuck. And she apologizes for her dad's behavior. Apparently, Russell was the one to ruin the deal for Lily and Bass Industries because he overheard this squabble. <laughs> and decided to to call the buyer and have them back out so he could potentially buy Bass Industries. So she wants to get down and dirty. She's not playing. She's not messing around. There's no funny business going on. She just wants him to meet her in the limo. If he decides to, great. If not, she won't speak of it ever again. You have five minutes. You got five minutes. And of course, within two okay. seconds, yeah. Chuck puts his drink down. He follows her out to the car. Our last scene outside of the prison... It's dark. It looks like an alley. Serena runs into Ben, who's waiting for the bus. You're still here. You're still here. Of course, I would never leave without saying goodbye. No. And immediately, she's like, are you free for coffee? And he says, I'm free for anything. Anything. And all I can say, full circle, as I said at the top of the show, we just ended it with Padge. We just did this. And... It's just, it's so tired and so predictable. I could literally write Serena over and over and over again, and it would be the same story. Have you watched ahead? I watched two ahead. Two episodes ahead. Is it good? <laughs> um, it's, it's good, yeah. It's, uh, you'll see. It's it's different. It's different than you know. We had to we had to switch gears. Yeah, a little yeah, bit. yeah. So okay, okay. We're focusing on the Chuck yeah. Bass Industries stuff. Yeah, okay. Ben's now out of prison, right? So right. and Howie's in cahoots, right, right, right. Yes. 
Okay. But that's the end of my summary. Yes. Good summary. All right. Let's take a short break. When we come back, I'll go into all of our other segments. Woo. We hope you're enjoying this week's episode. We wanted to take this time to tell you a little bit about our Patreon. As you may or may not know, we are a small indie production company, and every bit of funding goes into our podcast so we can produce the best shows of your favorite and our favorite nostalgic teen dramas. Over at Total Betty Media, we have two tiers, the $4.99 tier, aka The Noobsies, In this tier, you get our podcast episode a day early without ads, our birthday club, which means you get a card from us during your birthday month, our network news to keep you informed via email, and any other Patreon bonus content, including bonus episodes, mini-sodes, behind the scenes, and our Topic Tuesday discussions. The $7.99 tier, aka the Upper East Siders, gets all previously mentioned perks with addition of being a guest on our podcast, invitation to group events like our group hangs via Zoom, game nights, and movie nights. You will also receive access to our private Discord channel, which is pretty much the best group chat ever. We also offer annual memberships, which means you can get a discount on your tier of choice if you decide to pledge for the year. We so appreciate each and every one of you and could not do this without your support. So if you're interested in joining our Patreon fam, head over to patreon.com slash totalbettymedia. I hope you enjoyed your break. We're drinking yogi tea. Mm Mm-hmm. Do we have fortunes on these? Sure do. Well, they're kind of like little affirmations. Right, right. What's yours? Like fortune? <laughs> uh, mine is, without the darkness, you will never know the light. Did so you get true. that one before? <laughs> I think so. <laughs> I think you got that one, but it's it's nice to hear. Mine is, compassion is the fountain of forgiveness. Oh, that is true. And deep. Mm-hmm. Let's go into some trivia. Okay. For this episode. 7.6 on IMDb. Not great, but not terrible. Mm-mm. The episode title is based off the movie The Kids Are All Right. Hmm. Another movie I have not Great. seen. Blair's phone number is 212-555-0135 as shown on her resume. Her experiences include being a member of Hamilton House, interning at Rose, Gerstein, and Block, and her charity work included New York City Fights Homeless and Save the Paragon Falcons of Central Park. Oh, Okay. She's done all those things. The supposed incident between Serena and Ben happened on March 24th, 2007, a day before my birthday. Wow. <laughs> Dan's resume experience included his catering service in his catering experience in Seder Anything and when he interned for Jeremiah Harris. The I did author. see that on his resume. Oh, did you? Mm-hmm. <laughs> We had some music by Mark Ronson and the Business Intel, The Hundred in the Hands, The Dig, and War Paint. Okay. Questions. Actually, you said that during the party scene that was the same music that, that they had at the casino night in I don't OC. know if it, I don't think it was casino it's night. It's like a very it generic a, music background party music. No, there was def that song was definitely used at an OC party. <laughs> because I just got flashbacks of Ryan and Marissa right, and right, like right. the party scene in Newport. Yeah. Of course. Of course. All right. Some questions. Will says, prediction, who ultimately will get Bass Industries? 
Probably Chuck. You mean like in terms of, I think in the end, Chuck will end up with it. So like end of the show, Chuck will yeah. have Bass Industries back. Yeah. What about at the end of the season? Uh, no, I think it'll end up like it'll. It will work itself out. No, I think it's going to stay in this like really weird, like Thorpe will have it. And I think Thorpe now is going to take over. I think it's really going to be a Thorpe versus Bass like Chuck situation. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's like too soon to tell. Like, I feel like I'm very warm to this. Yeah. I mean, I'm very, yeah. Like I need to really think about this situation. Yes. Mike, would you follow Eleanor's footsteps or go on your own path? He says his dad owns a jewelry business and he never wanted to take it over. My dad owned a Bieber and Bieber. That's right. Bieber is yes. Bieber. You heard it here. And cell phone <laughs> store. And my mom, was a social worker. So my sister <laughs> followed your mom's there, And I did not do. But I feel like my dad was the entrepreneur and did his own thing. And that's me. So there you go. So you did follow a little bit. I yeah. have a, I have the spirit. What was if your mom was Eleanor, though? Yeah. If my mom was Eleanor. And I guess if you were Blair. Because <laughs> probably not. I feel like you'd want to do your own your thing. Your own thing. But then again, maybe would want to use the connection. Right, she knows some big, powerful people. Which sometimes I don't feel, you know, it's like, are you abusing power at that point? Mm -hmm. I don't know. Yeah. What about you? No, I I think I'd have to agree. I probably want to follow my own path, especially if I was Eleanor's kid. Right. And I pretty much follow my own path as far as my career goes with my parents. So, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Yeah, it makes sense. Um, He says, thoughts on the Thorpes. Again, very too soon to tell. Too soon to tell. Do you mm. think? Do you think Rena is her her, mot- her motives true? No. So she's just sleeping with Chuck to to get some I, intel. Yes, I do. I think she's definitely getting some intel. I don't think she's a good. I think she's kind of like a female Chuck. Mm, okay. Yeah. Predicts for Serena and Ben. Ugh, God. You know, coffee and lots of like. Oh my God, it's been so long. I'm so sorry. Like, how have you been? Let's get dinner. <laughs> right don't you think that's how it's gonna go are you ben or serena in this I know. scenario i mean you could be either honestly you could sound like both of them oh, have you been well, it's like, dinner <laughs> yeah ben hasn't been able to do anything and he's and i'm sure she'll be like i'm so sorry and he's like i didn't think this could happen like how did this happen i didn't mean it i've had these feelings for you this whole time you were always so kind to me mm-hmm. and so forth Right. <laughs> this should be fun. And what's great about this is Ben is Juliet's brother. Right. The per- and so, also literally tried to blackmail Serena for nine episodes. Right. We can't forget that. Which is so crazy because it seems like a totally different character. Different. It's an entirely different character. Wow. Isn't that weird? Good job, actor Ben. Yeah. Uh, who plays you. Yes, I knew his name at one point. I will look it up. Um, Andrea Marie says, will Sag stay apart forever? Oh, God, I hope so. Sorry, Sag people. But yes, they don't work. They don't work as a couple. I think they did. They were first loves. Yeah, I, I can see that. But really, truthfully, I don't get the butterflies with them. And when they grow, they are they growing? They're growing apart. They don't yeah. grow together. And I think they'll mutually, They're listen, they're connected by family, whether mm-hmm. Rufus and Lily stay together. But right. they're always going to be connected. They will always be connected. I don't think they are 
like let's no i know i think we just we just don't resonate with them as a couple Mm -mm. sorry sag bros and those lovers especially in this episode how can you be like yes i long for them i respected the scene where they decided that they should be apart same i think they're better as friends they're great friends or whatever or is it the that friendship where the one's always gonna want more patch patch yeah obviously and so they are so they're such good friends because he can never just say no to her yes i think it's more like that yeah which is like shitty shitty because i'm like a broken record but like that's his forbidden fruit he's like yeah there she is. is serena i've always wanted to be with her and i was and i got a taste of it and then i'll do know, anything for I'll her do anything for her but right now he's overdoing everything for her which i'm so glad yeah let's let's take a break let's just grow and be on a pair friendship, Audrey and Marie questions. What do we think? Oh, I mean, do we have to even? Try? I know. I mean, I you, you guys all heard it in the first half. I am here for pair. I'm here for a pair. I've been this excited for relationship ever in Gossip Girl. I know. So same. This is it. Yeah, I'm really excited for this. Pairing. I like how Blair gets like kind of. Like excited, but also on guard. Like like nervous, <gasps> nervous, mm-hmm. and then also can shoot the shit and banter. And the two of them speak such truth, and they both can't do that. It took so long for them both to do that with their other partners. They're not dating, yes. and I understand that. But yes, it's so true. They are two, honest. They are honest. They have nothing to lose with each other, so that's why they can be honest. Exactly, which is so good. But it speaks volumes, and they should just date. <laughs> Will Lily ever be punished? it's like every time i think she's doing the wrong thing she is in a sense like this episode i was so mad at her last episode she was the shittiest she was everyone's shittiest last week but then you come into this episode and as much as she is shitty because she's not telling anyone the truth she does have chuck and serena's best interest even though she fucked up that whole ben stuff and this is her way of fixing it i think she'll always be punished internally Mm mm-hmm She'll always be punished for not being the best mother that she feels or being on the outs with Serena or fighting because she disappointed Rufus or Chuck. I think she will always internally be punished. Right. Yeah, I love that. Yeah. Vic says, why does Serena always have to beat Lily? Mother, daughter. Yeah. And as we have seen and as everyone says, they're the same. Yeah. So... They always and have to kind of like, well, Serena has to always paint Lily as like this monster. I don't think it's actually a competition of I always have to beat my mom. It's just, you know, if Lily's going to screw up, Serena needs to fix it. Mm-hmm. This is like some fucked up shit that happened. And if this happened with my mom, you know, worked this situation and someone was in jail for because of me that I had no idea. Yeah, I'd be pissed too. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't think that's really one-upping her mom. Right. It's you she know what just, I mean? Yeah. It's, it's because, as we just said, like, Lily doesn't tell anyone what her right. plan is. Just so talk. In order for people to think Lily is getting what she deserves is for them to, like, out her on every move, which kind of ends up hurting their situations. It ruined Chuck's sale, and it ruined Serena you know, what happened with Serena and Ben, even though that kind of worked out in the end. Yeah, whatever, it didn't but really ruin it. It didn't it, really ruin it, but it ruined the 
the transfer of Bass Industries, unfortunately, which was Lily's like main priority that night. Right. Like nothing can go wrong, but it did because of Serena and Chuck. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, she said, did you want Serena to take down Lily or just go with Padge? I honestly didn't want her to go with Padge. Don't hold back, Padge. No, no, no. I wanted Serena to do the th- to, to prove do her thing. point. She was on a mission. She, she had, had to do, had to do it. it. Don't know. Yeah. Did Padge saying, oh, Serena, let it go. I mean, at this point, you you could see she wasn't going to let it go. No. She came this far. She's dragged you here. It's been probably hours and you're having this, in, you know, interview. You knew you were going, you weren't going to get there. She wasn't going to allow you to get there. So you just go. And also Serena just, she told you she spent two weeks finding out no information. And so imagine finding, like she has her blinders She's tunnel on. vision. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So Padge was never going to be priority there. Not now anyway. And generally never is priority. And probably never will be. And probably never will be. Maybe like two episodes in the future. I could see it happening. Oh, okay. Two episodes in the future. I'm not sure when, but. Oh, like not in two episodes. No, but no, like no. Two potential episodes. Two potential. Until the end of the that's show. That's it. Gotcha. Okay. Love it. Tish, do we actually see a pair relationship happening? Only in my heart and mind. <laughs> only Tish. in my dreams. And only in my dreams. <laughs> but could you honestly see that happening? Would the writers do this? The writers wouldn't do it, but I think it could work. Okay. I like that. And I won't make any predictions. Oh my God. Like, I really hope <laughs> we get a little, I hope they try it and they're like, Kind of like Joey and Rachel. Okay, so like at least they tried, We're but they're try, such good friends. But this obviously can't work, and this would, t- like, and if Serena is caught up with whatever flavor of the week, mm-hmm. would she really mind? Right. Would this be a problem for Serena? And Chuck will be so, so wrapped up. Yeah. He'll be like, I don't approve of this, but also. He also doesn't like Dan. Well, I, right. Yeah. He wouldn't like anybody who dated. No, he, of like, course not. Of course not. But at this point, it doesn't matter to him because he's so driven on his empire Right. That he doesn't really even care what I happens mean, with Blair's life. I mean, imagine the two of them keep sneaking off to movies and they ha- and they share like an awkward kiss, like one awkward kiss and they're like, oh, oh that's not it. We can't do this. <laughs> and they'll banter and be like, we're better off as just friends. You would be okay with that? Yeah. Just just like, just humor me. It. Just take, just put the toes in. Dip I'd be okay in. with that. I'm okay, sure that cool. I'm sure the uh, audience is like, no, I know what are you doing? they hate us right now. They hate yeah. us. <laughs> well, tough. Tish wants to know what type of storylines do we see Nate getting for the rest of the season? Oh my goodness. Well, I guess more Ugh, this Howie with stuff. His dad. That's so boring. It's so boring. He's a parent right now, babysitting yes. his dad, and I'm sure he's regretting having his dad live with him. Sure, he is. What is Nate? Do, does Nate? Nate doesn't work, right? Nate barely goes to school. Nate's not. He's running in the park. Great. What? Like, what is Nate doing? I know. And we haven't had, like, this, like, distraction of girl in a little bit. Mm -mm. So, you know, since Juliet, which that whole thing blew up in his face. I think it even would have been better if Raina and Nate got together together and somehow Howie's now involved and it just makes things tricky. Yeah, that would have been better, but also be like Circa Brie. No, you're right, right. (laughs) Right. But I mean, you know, the show loves to repeat storylines. They do. Yeah, I could have said, I could see that more so than Chuck and Raina. Like Chuck and Raina, it's like just like a, 
business so gross like power fuck or whatever unless now this is going to create a wedge because howie's going to be working with thorpe and maybe nate will just be this messenger who now will like fill in chuck and be like yo reina's bad news and he'll be like no it's fine we're just fucked or whatever <laughs> be like well be careful what pillow talk involves right yeah too soon to talk. Yeah. Um, Tish says predictions on how long the Thorps and Howie will be sticking around for. Oh, I think Howie will be here for a while. I think maybe like in and out. Mm-hmm. The Thorps probably till the end of the season. Okay. So Solid. Like, yeah. Solid predicts. I would go with that as well because I don't know. <laughs> nice. <laughs> uh, that's all our questions. Thanks, guys. Thank you, guys. Fashion headbands. I didn't have any again this week. No headbands. This what is like the fourth week in a row? What show is this? I know. Not Gossip Girl. Dan in a gray blazer, though. <laughs> it was good. I liked Blair's coat. The green pea coat. Uh-huh. I love that pea coat. So I um, pretty. I liked Serena's gray sweater with the like embellishments on the side uh-huh. at brunch. I yeah. Think. She had a nice coat, too. Yeah. I know people didn't like Lily's dress, but I thought it looked nice on her. It they did. Were- <laughs> yeah. I liked Eleanor's robe. Yeah, me too. I did like Blair's navy and silver dress at the party. It was like strapless? It was like strapless with like just... Ruching. Like, like lines? Oh, Stripes. Uh-huh. Stripes. That's yeah. word. Stripes. <laughs> yep. And I liked Eleanor's tea set. Oh, that was sweet. It was tea really set. pretty. Yeah. What about some quotes? Sure. Uh, court records are public, so you wore a push-up bra for nothing? <laughs> uh, that's not what it sounded like in reference to Howie asking we should do a foursome. They're all good men before something happens to them. Yes. Wait, why? What did you hear? Yes, I loved that. I know you disapprove of me, but can you at least do so in a tuxedo? <laughs> uh, Ten bucks says you'll miss your interview waiting for her. Spotted. Be using old tricks. This better be worth the therapy. I was like, yes, Serena. That was such a good line. And you should go to therapy. (laughs) And then Chuck, I don't know why I even put this, but I like the way you think mom to Serena. Yeah. But also funny. And then I just love a dictator of taste. Yes. And uh, Dan, normal people don't get endless amounts of chances. That's just you. Ouch. Yeah. Are we ready for some MVP and shittiest? I struggled on my shittiest, actually. Really? You have an MVP? I do have an MVP. Okay. Are you ready? Wait, hold on. Hold on, hold on, hold on. You still. Yeah, okay. I have my MVP. Uh, We'll start with there. Okay. And I'll explain why they're both MVP. Oops. Oops. (laughs) (laughs) okay i'm looking forward to it yeah three two one pair okay you picked pair two weeks in a row i did just because i really am just they're my favorite right now Mm -hmm. blair for coming to the decision and owning up and apologizing to her mom Mm -hmm. and working with her with eleanor and deciding on what she wants to do and then Padge for finally you know just picking himself yes that's why i picked him I was happy. He finally was like, I did it to myself over and over again. I put Serena first and I'm not going to do that anymore. And uh, yeah, he's working on himself. He's looking good. 
She gets points for that. He gets points for that. Um, and I like where he decides like he's gonna let his guard down around Blair. Like, you know, she's not so evil. We can be friends. Yeah. I like that. Yeah, so no, no. Will, Mike, and Vic all picked Dan and Tish and Audrey and Marie actually picked Eric. Oh, yeah. Yeah, good one. Eric was good. Shittiest. <sighs> I'm not happy with my choice, but you know, I guess it is what it is. Huh. Mm-hmm. All right. Her face is like, I don't yeah, like it. I don't like it. All right. All right. Three, Three two, two, one, Howie. Lily. Yeah. We had Vic and Tish also pick Lily mm-hmm. because of her lying. Why can't you just tell the truth? Well, that's the big thing. Like the lack of communication. It's old. And you, she's put her foot in her mouth so many times. There's been so many issues in the past where she just like opened up and told people what's going on. Would but, be, yeah, would be good. But, mm-mm. She doesn't do that. But you chose Howie. I picked Howie. Will also picked the captain. He said, you know, he's just kind of going getting in, in enemy lines going on now. And he Do you think he realizes he's in enemy lines? He does. He does. He listened to that speech. He does. Yeah. He knows he's in but but this is the world he wants to go back into. He doesn't want to be a janitor. He doesn't want a mediocre job. This is where whatever it takes, whatever it takes to get me back into the world where people like will trust me again, which I'm like, you're clearly being used. Like, who's going to trust you? Right. Who wants Russell knows what you did and he's just using you. It's not like you're going to be this like right asset to his company, which is so dirty. Yeah. Uh, Mike actually picked Blair because he was mad that she used her mother. Okay. Yeah. I can see that. Time for Betty of the Week? Yes. You were total Betty. Total Betty. You're a total Betty. So this week I chose someone who's near and dear to TBM. Well, Ooh, sorry. I like just blew the speaker for that. We'll lower the track and post. Sorry. <laughs> I chose Will because last week he did write us a very sweet review. Thank you, Will. Each week he follows through with his Will's treat. It's amazing. We have a submission form. It's in the description for this episode. Please go to click on it. Send over what you want Will to pick as a, a treat. Tree for Gossip Girl. Um, but we really, truly appreciate you, Will. You're always there for good insight. We love you in, on Patreon. And we love when you send emails for Gossip Girl. I love reading them. Thanks. XOXO. Will. <laughs> Will. So sweet. Okay. Next week, once I read the title, you're going to be like, wait, what? Uh, I mean, okay. Yeah. But here it comes. Uh-huh. Episode 13. Wow. Season four. Okay. Damien Darko. Her face is so confused. Like Donnie Darko and Damien Delgard. Exactly. Whoa. Okay. We're not done. We're not We're done. We're not done. That's like a light little spoiler you gave me. We're not done. We're not yeah. <laughs> done. <laughs> We're not. My three gossip words are... Three gossip words. Friends. Sabotage. Beginnings. Ooh, ooh, ooh. So many good things. So many happen. Next week's episode is fun. 
Beginnings, you said. Beginnings. Sabotage friends. Okay, so like clearly I want the beginnings to mean that pair are coming together. And okay, the, actually, 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 the beginnings could be the beginning of a beautiful friendship. It could be the beginning. Oh, which ties into friends. I think pair is the beginning of a friendship. Okay. Secretly, I want this to be the beginning of a relationship <laughs> okay. in the nerve department. Yes, yes. Sabotage. So many things could be with sabotage. Damien is back because you teased that. I mean, I can't get away with the title. It's called Damien Darko. So. Yeah, but sometimes <laughs> that's true. That's true. You know? yeah. I was like, well, well yeah. <laughs> huh. But what does he have to do? I mean, because it's also the new beginnings for Serena and Ben. But the sabotage, I mean, for me, the sabotage I'm thinking with Bass Industries. I mean, and sabotage Raina could be any and episode. Howie and all of it with Thorpe, like Thorpe mm-hmm. and Bass. I think that's where it ties into. But Damien's coming back for Serena and Juliet. Is this when Juliet comes back? No, she's not in next week's episode. <laughs> okay. Okay, I'm just going to leave with sabotage with Bass Industries and Thorpe. Okay. Damien, I'm not sure how you stick in how you're in here. <laughs> you stick them in there. <laughs> it's a bit random, sort of. Well, random. okay, wait. The last time we saw him was when he gave the tip off. He was in Cornwall, and then he yeah, followed yeah, yeah. him back to the city, right? And he was in. He's like, "Thanks for the ride," right? So he's still in the city. Yeah, which is fine. So, um, which was two weeks ago. Yeah, yeah. Oh no, even longer because it was like one, it was three weeks ago because one week later was in last week's episode. So three weeks ago. And Ben is in, he was in jail in the city. In Staten Island. Staten Island. And that's where Howie was. Mm -hmm. So unless they're going to run into like Damien's going to see Serena and, and Ben out and try to sabotage that for whatever reason. I don't know why he would do that. Unless Damien's just appearing to appear, and it's Damien's like... Damien's just a dick, though. No, I know. He is a dick. Okay. I have yeah. just, I'll stew on it. But next week, though, we are having Babs and Maria from What the Problemo podcast. This should be fun. Yeah, it should be. I'm excited for this. It's a good episode for them to come on, so I am very interested to hear their feedback i want to know what they think about this whole show genre this the whole plot of next week too so um stay tuned for that make sure to send us some questions for them as well michelle what should we do as an emoji this week it's hard why is it so hard a tie everyone had ties yeah or skinny tie and dan's tie or the dress because blair was supposed to dress Indra. But also, what about Patty? Does Patty does not have clothes now? Patty no. was supposed to be a sneeze. <laughs> that was really funny. Yeah. Bogdankovic or something. Bogdankovic, right. <laughs> yeah. What oh. would be the emoji be? Wow. I'm, I, I know. Same this is I'm a like, tough one. Maybe a boy and a girl holding hands like friendship for pair? I mean, I mean, it's a stretch. That is a stretch. <laughs> just do, just do a dress and tie, dress and tie, both, 
both yeah. of them. Yeah. That's good enough. So send us, send us that send emoji. Or send us whatever emoji you want. Maybe you thought of a better one. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Dealer's choice this Dealer's week. Dealer's choice this week because Michelle and I, our, our brains have fizzled out. <laughs> we cannot think of of one. But send us an emoji to let us know you're listening. Yes. If you've gotten this far, we really appreciate you. We want to hear. We've seen some people we've never heard from send us emojis. So we know that this is working. We love when we see these emojis from people who we never get to hear from. So if you're a silent listener, just send an emoji. We don't need any words. We got you. We know what it means. So thank you so much if you have. And uh, maybe you want to write us a review. Because you know what else is working? (laughs) Us begging for reviews. Because we got three. We got three? We got three. News is just in. We got three new reviews. Oh, my God. That's one more than I thought we did. I know. <laughs> Read them up, Michelle. You got it. Okay. Are you ready for review number mm-hmm. one? The surprise review that we didn't know we got until I just opened the app. I am so excited. The title is an emoji pair. Oh my God. No way. Oh my God. No way. Oh my God. Okay, oh my God. <laughs> Five stars. I think it's cute comparing Dan to Seth and shipping pair when Seth and Blair are married in real life. That's so true. Oh, my mom is so true. I didn't even think about that. That's a wonderful <laughs> review. Bon J. Knight. Thank you. Thank bon you. <laughs> Thank you so, so much. That's so sweet. Thank you. First off, it's just super cute to look at a review and just see an emoji in the title. Oh, it's so sweet. So, guys, leave us a review. And put an emoji and in put it. an emoji. Dealer's choice again. Dealer's choice. Fun. Please do this. Okay. Our second review. Love this podcast. Five stars from Katie L. Yes. This is literally my favorite podcast right now. The girls have amazing rapport with each other and their listeners, and I'm so glad I found their network, Total Betty Media. <gasps> Throw in that. Yes, yeah. girl. While looking for an OC podcast, <gasps> they are real funny and fun to listen to, so it feels like you're hanging out with your friends talking about your favorite shows. A must listen for all Gossip Girl fans and for new viewers of the show looking for people to dish with it about it. Would give 10 stars if I could, XOXO. Oh, my heart. Oh, my gosh. Katie, that's so sweet. The third review. This is just, this is just, this is such a wonderful thing. By the way, I just want to let you guys know I saw uh, Katie's review and the review I'm about to read on Sunday. And I saw it and I screamed <laughs> out loud, screenshot it, and I sent it to Liz. And I was like, oh, my God, oh, my God. Like, instant yeah. happiness. And then I scream and I go, Randy, <laughs> come look. I know. And I told like, that, too. Uh, great. No, it is great. <laughs> and I'm like, it is. It, it means is that so... what we do, our passion, it <sighs> resonates with people. It comes through. Yeah. Okay. Anyway. <laughs> Obsessed. Five stars. Oh. Kiana, I'm so sorry if I pronounced your name wrong, in parentheses, silent listener. I've been a silent listener for a couple of months now, but I just want to say that I am in love with this podcast. Wow. Gossip Girl is by far my favorite show as well as my comfort show, so I've seen it too many times. And I always needed someone to deep dive and talk about it with. This show has answered my prayers. I look forward to listening to it every week, especially with the added aspect of Michelle being a newbie to the show. It adds such a fun and new perspective. I think the segments they include are fitting and their insight is always spot on. I think I'm done being a silent listener. I want to be a part of the community. You're welcome. Welcome. Come. Yes. 
We have open arms. You're here. Listen, I literally, literally have open air hugs right now. Open air hugs. Oh, so sweet. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much. Seriously. <laughs> wow. So this. I get a little choked up. <laughs> me too. I want to cry. <laughs> but this means so much. And this means us begging is working. I know. So guys, we got to keep begging. Please, please, please. Because then we just show up and then we're seen and then we can grow, and, and that's what we want to do. You guys can all meet Gossip Girl Love and Fam out there, you know? Right. We're a whole community. Gossip yes. Girl. Yes. Three Gossip Girls. <laughs> and the third is you guys. Right. Big hugs. Big. I want everyone right now to reach out, do a stretch, <laughs> do a stretch, a seventh inning stretch, and then bring, and then it, just in, bring it in. Like you're hugging. It's like we're in yoga. There we go. <laughs> bring it in. And that was our move. We should do a move every week. Is that weird? Maybe, but we'll do it. Well, sure. Let's call this move the group hug. The Aww. TBM group hug. Yeah, because like if you stand with your arms out, you're basically a T. That's right. You know. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> and then you bring it in. And make and a B. And that's a stretch. And you can make a B. And then you can make, It's also making an M. That's it. <laughs> Guys, we will show you on the live stream. <laughs> We should just make a video. We should just make a video of that. But you might see it on TikToks. TikToks. Yes. TikTok. I'm, she's like 45 she's years old. I might see it on TikToks. She's super old. Uh, she's not. She's beautiful. But thank you oh, so thanks. much for your reviews. We really, really appreciate it. And if you're curious what else our network offers, totalbeddymedia.com. Yeah, definitely. Before we go to After Dark, I want to just tell everyone Will's treat for the week. Yes. This one's good. It was Gossip Girl characters as Disney characters. Oh. Submitted by our patron Vic. Blair. Jesse. I think that's after our time. I'm pretty sure I had to look it up to see who Jesse was. She had a show on. Who the hell is Jesse? It's like an actual person. Um, like a. a not a cartoon. I so old. I know. I have seen like late at night when i used to have cable on the disney channel this girl if you saw her you would know her face but the show is called jesse and uh, i'm pretty sure she's really spunky like blair so that makes sense okay um chuck we have emperor Co- wow emperor kuzco i mean <laughs> <laughs> that's great that's sam's favorite movie yeah serena sleeping beauty mm-hmm. yeah dan cinderella He's just a Humphrey after all, and Serena is his prince. <laughs> I love this. Nate, Tigger, a bouncy boy who bounces from romance to romance. Aww. Vanessa, Peter Pan. Upper East Side is her Neverland. When she grows up outside, she's outside the world of Gossip Girl. Oh, Deep. Good. Eric, Jiminy Cricket. It's kind of true. Yeah. Jenny, Tinkerbell. Very spunky. Mm-hmm. Lily Corella Deville. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Gotta give it to her. Rufus Rafiki. Oh, I love Rafiki. Me too. And he paints the thing. I on know. The- <laughs> it made me cry thinking about know, Lion King. Too. Yeah. Cece Fairy Godmother and Bart Scrooge McDuck. <laughs> Scrooge McDuck. Yes. I mean, yes, yes, for yes, sure. Yes, yes. Yeah. Thank you, Will. Thank you. Thank you, our Betty of the Week, Will. It's so sweet. I love these. They're like one of my favorite parts of the entire episode is getting to read Will's treat. Uh, So thank you to everyone for listening. If you've made it this far, we super appreciate it. If you've made it 
to after into after dark we're gonna get there soon don't worry we're gonna take along but i just want to say seriously though thank you guys so so much thank you for the reviews keep them coming we love this if we haven't like, said it enough i you know we're we're broken records but it means the absolute world to us and it helps out our network so much so thank you and we're gonna go click, 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 you know you love us xoxo gossip, gossip girls, girls. After dark. After dark, we Here made we are. it. Wow. Yeah. What? I mean, not much to go on with this episode, no. but Tish said that she was convinced it was Dan until the end voiceover. I guess with Ben and Serena. Like, how would Dan know about Ben and Serena at late at night and outside the prison? Huh. Yeah. It still is like, Dan, if Dan is Gossip Girl. And now he's befriending Blair. And it's like, you know so much about her already. And this is how you know so much about her is because you've researched her and you've researched Serena. So it's like, but then he knows her better than she realizes, you know? Yeah. But then that's adding this whole other, he's just befriending her to get information. And I just, in Mm. my mind, I'm not allowing that. No. And I don't think that's what it is. And I don't think he's becoming friends with any of these people for information. No. I think it's bigger than him at this point. Yeah, I think. Which goes back to the server. Which goes back to the server. And our predictions generally are like when he first started this, he didn't realize what it was going to become. Yeah. And it became a huge, huge thing in which he has no control over anymore. By the way, you have a pair. Is that a pair back there? That's a rock. Oh, it looked like it had a stem. Like it does like a have pear. a stem to hold an <laughs> air plant. Oh, it's like okay. A, I was I just, like, it was just a I like what's on your mind, and I'm there for it. It was a stretch, but a white pear, a white pear. Yeah, but she's she's seeing it. I'm okay, seeing it, guys. No, I I truly I do I like the pairing of pear. I really enjoy it. It's exciting. It's exciting. It's exciting to watch. It's different. We haven't done this yet. Where Dan and, and Blair are friends. They normally dislike each other a lot. Blair especially doesn't like Dan. But now she's realizing like he isn't so bad. He cares so much about Serena. It's exhausting. That's a good quality, I guess, to have in her eyes. Like a loyal, like a loyal person. So it just sucks that he's gossip girl. <laughs> I know. <laughs> uh, he's really like tortured her. No, and I can't get past that. Same with Serena. It's like I can't get past it. It's such a good point. But when I watch it, it doesn't phase me until I literally sit same, down for after same. dark and I'm like, but when you dissect it. It's fucked up. Does Jenny come back this season? Mm-mm. What? I don't think so. That's it? That's it? <laughs> Are you kidding me? I truly don't think so. I'm pretty sure. I'm 98% sure. I will confirm for you if you'd like, but... What about Georgina? Uh, I don't know about Georgina. Really, Pear is truly all we have. Right. Is Vanessa gone too? She's not gone for good, but she has like a huge stretch of episodes that she's not in. This would be like the second. Not that that's a huge problem because... It's not a huge problem for me. (laughs) I really need her right now, but... yeah. 
No, we don't. And it makes even better that Blair is one of her enemies. So for if Dan and Blair are getting friendly, oh my God. that would be bad for her. You know, she would not approve of it because right. Blair is generally very evil towards yeah. her at least. Yeah, 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 yeah. You have yeah, very they, itchy noses tonight, I Liz. I like, like, I itch my nose, you itch your nose. Yeah, my eye is, like, all dry and... Yeah. Um, I think, as when Will was on the episode, hi, Will, again, he mentioned how they bring in a lot of these side characters. And I think to... Util- they utilize them a lot more than they would, like, characters that have been on the show. So, because Vanessa's not here, Jenny's not here, Georgina, I guess, like, we had to fill that with other people. Thorps. Thorps and whoever, I guess, Ben, Juliet, whoever's for that season. Yeah, okay. Um, I am curious when Georgina comes back, though. I, she's definitely not gone. I'm also curious, the second half of this season, it seems like right now is going to be very chalk-heavy. Yeah, which which I'm not into. Right. Most like the first half honest. I enjoyed because it was like Serena and this whole mysterious aspect. Yeah, and like everyone loves the second half of the season. So, so I'm like, maybe what's it's not to come? All chalk heavy, but I really, you guys know, I don't like Chuck. And I haven't. And I don't no. think, I don't think he will become that person for me. No. And I think he's definitely lost that finesse for me for sure. But even the storyline, the other stuff was interesting. So I guess now it's like, okay, well, Serena and Ben are going to start something. And now we're going to figure out the business convoluted situation that's happening with the Thorps. So I hope that stays interesting. Yes, because I can see already at this point, I'm I'm bored with it. Yeah. (laughs) Right. And it's only been one episode. Yeah. So I'm hopeful that what everyone has said about the last part of this season holds up because this seems like the Howie stuff seems boring to me. The Chuck stuff seems boring to me. The only thing we're here for is pair and Serena and Ben I could give a shit about. I mean, you (laughs) know, it's not going to end up together. So it's such a stretch. So it's it's such a stretch. That's my only hope. Pair, you're my only hope. hope. Help me pair. You're my only hope because at this point it's not looking good. So you guys give me some positive energy. Let's bring it in. Angelina, where bring are you at? Sean, yeah, girl. Mike, I know you give guys, me those energy. You guys like it, so. Yeah, so just just help us out because I'm feeling like, mm. I know. I think Andrea Marie, when she messaged um, us on Instagram, she said that this was kind of like a meh episode for her. In the beginning, it started out really boring and then kind of ended up pretty good, but kind of like maybe a filler quotes. It's kind of just like we're setting up. It's setting up. You have to come back with something set Yeah, up. we can't have all bangers. I mean, know? imagine, though, ending how we did, and then we come back to this. Like, I wonder watching how I would feel. But I guess they'd be like, okay, we're setting up for what's to come. Right, like that Juliet stuff is mostly done. I mean, it's done is besides the fact that now Ben, who is an extension of that plot, is now released and is out in the open for Serena and whoever else to oh, hang out open. with, On you know? Prowl. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah, I'm excited to go on this journey of the last part of the season with you and me too. See where it leads us. Hopefully, yeah. more pairness. 
<laughs> Let's hope. I want a whole basket of pears. Me too. A fruit. It's like what's that? Harry and David. Yeah, the green pears. The green pears. Good stuff. Juicy. <laughs> Let's leave it at that. Okay. <laughs> Juicy. Thank you so much for listening to Three Gossip Girls. You can find us on all social media platforms at Three Gossip Girls Pod or at Three Gossip Girls Pod at gmail.com. This has been a Total Betty Media Podcast, produced and edited by Michelle Rubenstein and Alyssa Tenio, music by Anthony Vacora. 